So, welcome back to Take Flight episode number 39. How's everyone doing? Woo! Energy up, guys. Energy up. We're good, we're good, we're good. Coming, good? Down, to the, coming down to the end of the year. This is, this is serious exactly. time now. Serious business. Um, P, how's old age treating you? Oh, we've had a few birthdays, right? We've had a few mm. birthdays since the last episode was recorded. I still, feel, I still feel 29. I still feel 29. You don't look it. <laughs> do your knees. <laughs> hey, listen. What, the, what, what age are your knees? What about your back, man? Oh, oh good. Ah! <laughs> ah! No, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> and also, Shuao, it feels like we haven't seen you in such a long time. You've been you know, I was, I was just about to. I was just about to say the same thing. Now that we've switched to releasing episodes every other Friday, I actually miss seeing all of your handsome faces and having these conversations. So, how was your birthday, by the way, Olu? How was it? Good? It was good. It was good. Yeah. Daniel, Daniel was the bartender for the night. So, yo. cheers! Alcoholic. Did you have to? Did you huh? have to? I know yeah, Daniel alcoholic. charges. Dan, Daniel charges a lot for those types of things. So, he, did he give you a good uh, mates rate, or so he charged you uh, his usual price? He gave me a really good rate. Mm. Really good rate. Let's just say that. But I, if um, I definitely highly recommend Daniel in terms of his skills and his drinks. Everyone was like. <laughs> Face. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, oh. the drinks were fire. You should also see the menu that you put together, the drink menu as well. Cool. Yeah, I saw that. Well. I saw that by the way. That was dope. That was really cool. So you're here with Pebilo with a bad connection. <laughs> you're here with DJ, <laughs> the guy with the quotes, and you're here with a Playboy show out. Whoa, 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 whoa! And you're screwing. You're screwing me that little blast, baby. I'm a respectable young man trying to make the best out of the life and the hand card of hands that I've been given. Doesn't even make sense. So, on this week's episode, as we're wrapping up the year, we're gonna look at 2020. What are our goals for 2020? Have we already set goals for 2020? Vision. Um, and what's gonna be our approach for the new year? Yep. So if you had a certain approach for 2019 and it didn't work, I'm sure you're probably going to change, change your approach for next year, right? So I like that, I like stay that, I like tuned that. and let's get started. So 2020, damn. Mate, how has the year gone by so fast? Maybe for our next episode, we can talk about some of our 2019 highlights. But this year, as you said, Olu, is the 2020 focus. And Pete, I think this is your episode that you're leading, right? So how do you want us to have the discussion? Yeah, so I think I think it's obviously a worthy discussion to have because I think by now, we've all had a few years of sort of uh, taking, taking goal setting quite seriously. Um, and... You know, in the past, you know, some of the goals and how we would approach them would have worked. And perhaps uh, there are things that we would have tried that hasn't worked. So as we go into 2020, um, what I guess the, the, the real question of discussion is around what approach are you taking differently? Not so much on the actual goals themselves for 2020. What are you, um, you know, how are you going to think about them differently? How are they going to be aligned and, and these kind of things? So that was kind of... Um, the way to set the goals was was what I wanted to sort of have a discussion around. Um, but by the way, it's, by the way, it's yeah. 2020, not 2020. 
Oh, yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I saw say because if you said it again, I was about to just laugh. But so I thought I'd just say it. <laughs> did I say, did I say 2020? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even realize. I didn't even realize. I thought if you say it again, I'm going to burst out laughing. So, 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 so let me ask a question. Have, have, yeah. have any of you guys started thinking about the next year? Yes. Okay. And, and, um, what does that goal look like in terms of? So maybe let me maybe let me start. Maybe I can kick off. So one of the things one of the things that I, I would have done in the past, and I want to do very differently moving forward, is moving away from qualitative fluff and and approaching goals in a sense of having a hard number behind the goals because then it's very easy to track the success and the failure, mm. and there's no hiding because I think in the past it's first of all. A lot. Let's just even put it out there in the fact that a lot of people don't even set goals in the first place. So when you start the process of setting goals, I think there's a lot of writing things like, for example, I don't know. This is the example I put down. Like, uh, I want to attend the gym, you know, once a week or twice a week. But so, and so usually, sorry to cut off. I do, I do think people set goals, but I don't think people are purposeful. I think people might verbally or say them in their heads, but they don't hold themselves accountable by setting deadlines. So they say they want to do something next year, but they yeah. don't say, I want to do it by the end of February or in March, yeah. And do they constantly go back to it to say, okay, how yeah. am I in regards to on track, off track, what do I, yeah, I agree. Yeah, so, so Pete, sorry. sorry to yeah, no, no, so that's that's another point in terms of how do we want to put the deadline um, or time time frame on it. But like, for example, I was thinking, one of the things I was thinking about is in the past, I would have said to myself, okay, try to uh, uh, sort of go to the gym or work out uh, four or five times a week. But what will happen is as the year starts, as the year goes, I'm not really tracking. I'm just sort of saying if I'm going to the gym, then I'm kind of keeping up with my goal. Mm. I think a more meaningful goal is I should try to achieve a certain body fat percentage. So by the end of the year or by the middle of the year, depending on when I want to get that, it's very clear if I was able to get there or not. What are you laughing for? Because I could tell you didn't reach that goal this year. No, 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 because like, no, but I didn't. No, 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 no. I don't think that no, was even a goal for this year. No, that wasn't. First of all, the body, okay, the body, the body fat percentage wasn't even a goal. Okay. But secondly, what I'm saying is that it, instead of saying, okay, I want to, I want to go to the gym three times a week, which is probably going to be difficult to achieve every single week, mm. right? Which would then get you frustrated. Yeah, if you yeah, say yeah. to yourself, okay, my my body fat percentage needs to come down to X. That then is very hard and very black and white as to whether you achieved or not. That's I think. Would you also so, have like an image of like okay, you want your body fat to be set like X, but you also want to look like something or someone per se. I think I think, so like, like, I think P wants to look a bit like me. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering if you, you can say that. No, no, no. You can say you can say that. But then, but then to your point, Olu, that is again a very good goal because then by the end of the year do i look like that person or not it's black and white there's no you okay. know I, I went to the gym for the first four months and then i faded but i kind of did okay you know mm -hmm. so it's, it's that that kind of thinking but um so you're gonna spend like your evenings like cutting out magazine pictures of guys i think i think one of the things basically one of the things <laughs> i'll be doing next year is every single goal i have has yeah. a number associated with that goal. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so there's not work, right? There's you no quality. Yeah, but yeah. at work, yeah, I don't know about you, but at work, we have these like objectives that are kind of passed down, depending on the, it just gets, and they're very qualitative. It's like, how do you really measure that by the end of the year? Mm -hmm. So your so your goal for 2020 is to put a number 
behind every single goal. Every okay. single goal. So okay. uh, in, in the wealth standpoint, it's, it's easier because you can say, okay, X number of houses, X number of, 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 of assets, X number of... But when I was thinking about health and workout, I was thinking, okay, how, how do I do that mm. body fat percentage as an example? Mm -mm. Okay, I see. Okay. What about yourself? No, Ollie, you said, Ollie, Ollie, you said you've already... So my, my perspective, to be very honest with you, is we're now... We'll be releasing this episode kind of early December, and I have yet to think about my 2020s because there's still my 2019 ones that I'm trying to achieve, and I'm trying to go full speed on, especially now that I've just recently come back from taking like a 10-day break for traveling. There's goals that I really want to achieve that I've set myself for this year that I'm kind of fully focused on, to be honest. So I haven't, I don't think it makes sense for me to start thinking about next year until I've really achieved the ones that I focused on this year and I should you know, be okay. You know, Shua, you can't stop when the year ends, right? What do you the mean? year's going to end at a certain date in terms of you've only got, what, a month left, a month and a bit left? Some of these goals you're just not going to complete this year. No, no, but that's the thing. It's, that. not, it's not, it's not huh? like, it's not like... You don't know that. That's true. Yeah, the the goal the goals that I've set aren't ones I'm actually starting now. They're ones okay, that I've already. Okay. These are things that aren't something that I can do within a one or two week basis. They're basically ongoing things. A lot of them that I started mm -hmm. already a couple of months ago. Some even at the beginning of the year. So it's just a case of closing them out to the level that I've set myself. Mm -hmm. um, but then these will naturally follow on to to next year. I think what Pavilio was saying. I think quantifying it always helps. What's funny is this year, I actually set myself a body fat percentage goal. And I didn't achieve it. Whereas last year, I set myself a health target of going to a gym a certain number of times. And I actually got uh, down to my lowest level of body fat percentage last year. So it's strange. I, I don't know what, why I wasn't able to do this. I think this year I had lots of other things that came up, which took maybe a bit more time and effort. But I do agree with people. If you can really quantify something and really nail it down, like any key performance indicator if you can measure it then you can really have the success against it so sure question in regards to you mentioning that there's some goals you might have in 2019 that you didn't complete and you want to you might bring over to 2020 do you also mm. use the end of the year as like a reflection point to say okay maybe this goal i should stop maybe it's not right it's not working i should readjust do you use the end of the year as a opportunity to reflect because yeah for sure. So that that is for me. That's actually even more important. Before you even set any goals for next year, is reflect on what you've set for the year that's just gone by and how you've measured against them. And mm -hmm. something that I think I mentioned in an episode earlier in the year. I think we all discussed it about how the last couple of years I've been doing it with my two younger brothers, where we list out all the goals, and then at the end of the year, during the course of the year as well, we review them and go through them, and then track each other and we monitor each other as well. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that really helps because it gives you a good grounding on where you've done well and where you've not done so well. And then also a lot of these you can carry over or take take up a notch. So I guess Pabilo was saying before, if, you, if you're in the property space and you want to buy 10 properties in the year and then you achieve 10 in 2019, then you can just add another zero on the end of it and just try expanding it even more. So I think it gives you a good basis to, to build on. But what's your, what's your view, Olu? Just before you, uh, Oli, take the mic, um, on that point, that's another thing also which um, I think I, I, we've learned has worked very well this year that I'll certainly take into next year, which was after you've established whatever your goals are going to be, I think a large factor 
to succeed in those goals is having accountability partners. Mm-hmm. So one way is you could take the extreme approach of telling the world your goals. So going on Instagram and saying, this is what I'm intending to achieve. And now because you've put it out there, there's a, there's a certain level of pressure that you actually need to um, achieve those. But the other one um, is telling a close friend or, or creating a mastermind group where effectively you share your goals. Mm-hmm. And then every quarter or every however you guys decide, um, you guys keep up with those goals. I think that is probably the underlying driver behind really succeeding. Someone has yeah. to be on you outside you of yourself. You need accountability partners. You need like, it. You need it. It's, it's, I would say that's the number one thing that will drive success, right? Mm-hmm. Because if even if we look at this podcast, right, If I think if one of us was doing this podcast, it would have finished time ago. <laughs> like, yes. We would have started yeah. and no. stopped. But the fact that speak, for got, your, speak, speak for yourself. Speak, speak for yourself. Speak if for you yourself. was, if you were doing the podcast, <laughs> speak for yourself. Wait for episode one to come out. <laughs> I live in a simple production. No, 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 wait, 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 He would be saying, Yo, I want the best camera. I want this. I want that. I want this. I want the studio. No, I can't just rent no, out. But has, we need to buy a studio. We'll be waiting for years before we come out. Hashtag, hashtag the bottom line. For the listeners, oh, for the listeners, uh, low blow. for the listeners, if you didn't know, we do have a, a YouTube channel. We're <laughs> <laughs> charge off. Um, <laughs> oh, we, we, we take flight. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course, of take course. Flight's got a YouTube channel. So if you do have a chance, check out YouTube. Type in. <laughs> we need a few more views on those videos. <laughs> <laughs> no, in terms of um, my goal going into twenty, going into twenty twenty, think the biggest thing I'm looking or when I was sitting down to start considering about the next year is how do I reduce my goals? And I think I was talking to Pabila about this in regards to twenty twenty for me was I want to focus. I just wanted to be based on focus mm. because I think a lot of times we have too many goals. Yeah, gone. Okay, yeah, go okay, go, 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 yeah. Go so we sometimes we have too many goals and we stretch ourselves across multiple different things that we want to achieve, and we only see a marginal improvement or marginal um, success in those specific areas. So as I've sort of looked at 2020, I've tried to say, okay, let me narrow it down to maybe three to five things I want to focus on. At the end of the year, I want to be like, okay, you've achieved those three to five things, and you can be proud of it. Now, anything else of uh, uh, anything outside of that? Yes, I want to stay healthy. Yes, all of these other stuff, but it's not going to be my prime focus. It's going to be those three things going into the year, and as long as I succeed on those three things, I'm completely happy. So, have you already set your Have you already set your three for for next year? Or are you still? Processing? I've got two. I've got two out of the three things I've already set that I'm like, okay, these are two things I want to focus on. Uh, Pete, go ahead. I'm gonna say no, I'm gonna oh look, so Olu, I actually I actually am going to owe a portion of my wealth to you when eventually um we're highly successful because to Olu's point, we had a discussion a couple of weeks ago where he said to me, he says, and it's it's we've heard it before, but I think sometimes when it when there's a certain time, there's a certain point in time in your life when you hear something, the penny really drops, and Olu said. Imagine what we would achieve if we focused just on one thing for an entire year. Mm. And then I thought to myself, wow, because 
I don't know, maybe it's, it's, it's society today and how it's wired and how trends and how patterns go, but we tend to get our fingers um, sort of stuck in a lot of things. And, and the year is actually quite a long time. So, so that's another way of also looking at 2020 is if there's only one thing or three things that you could actually prioritise, what would they be and do those well? Um, which also brings me to the other point, which was I've stopped writing goals that are going to happen by default. And what do I mean by that? Mm. I would usually write things like um, go on holiday with my family. Whether, whether I, don't have to, I don't have to make that goal because it's going to happen. At some point, my brother's going to reach out to me, mom's going to reach out to me, or someone's going to just get it going. So mm. I find, but it was a bit like you're putting it on there just so you can tick something off, because you know it's going to happen. So it's it's really I think one of the th approaches next year is take three you know one thing that's going to be really hard to do and make that your your thing. And SP is really around changing the changing your life. Yeah, these need to be life changing goals. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. you just don't want to write goals like oh if you're already someone that's very healthy, someone that keeps goes to the gym, going to the gym is not a big deal for you, etc. Writing a goal like, oh, I want to go to the gym four times a week is like, mm, is it really going to make a big difference versus last year? Yeah. Now, I can understand mm. if you're someone that completely is either doesn't watch their weight, they never stepped into the gym before in their life, they put on quite a lot of weight, then yes, going to the gym will be a big milestone, a big change of your life, the way you were living. But for other people that already do that, that shouldn't really be your goal. You should just continue mm. your lifestyle. You need to have goals which are going to ever... Um, Elevate, elevate. You to the next, elevate you to the next level, right? That's what you really need. You need to, whatever goal you're doing, it needs to really elevate your life, completely change your life. So you could be successful, whatever. You don't want to stay in that same space. You want to completely change it, whichever way. If it's love, yeah. family relationship, if it's your health, if it's business, you just want to elevate yourself. Daniel. Yo. What's on your mind? No, I've been listening. Have you had the annual meeting yet? Because I know you've got your annual meeting coming up. Yeah, or have you had a yeah you, were, you were actually excited about that in the last podcast. I don't know if you've really had it or no, not. You're not so excited no more, innit? <laughs> you, got, you got that feedback for you got that you got to have a report card. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, no I've, just, I've just... I've just... <laughs> Daniel, come on, come on, come on. When you're ready, when you're ready. So it was fun, it was fun. Get your laugh. Uh, the thing is, because you're being silent, dude, that's why it's making it funnier. No, no, because I haven't had it yet. It's not December yet. It's in December. Um, no, but I was listening. And I think the first thing for when you think about the year ahead, and I'm sure I mentioned it, you have to look back. You have to review um, the current year or the previous year first. And I sent all of you something about um, the year compass booklet, which I think I'm going to try this year, which was sent to me in another group. And it's it's about plan. It's a planning booklet, but it says that you need to invest about three, four hours or uninterrupted time to really delve into it if you want to get the best out of it. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to go into it, but if any listener wants it, I'm happy to send it to you. So just um, drop us a DM. I um, honestly feel like you should, you should, um, we should think about a way to share that because that it's, it's really good. It's really good. Even like the first, like the, the first couple of pages, it's just going through your calendar. But also this, um, it's split. Or oh, I've seen this here, but also before. It's about splitting it into different sections. So this one yeah. has personal life and family, work studies, profession, belongings, so like home objects, relaxation, hobbies, creativity, friends and community, health and fitness, intellectual, emotional, spiritual, finances, and then bucket list. But I was, you know, after pondering when you shared the agenda and thinking about it, there are some things that I 
thought of. And one thing I want to do differently this year is actually use this booklet and sit down with my wife and actually go through it and make some meaningful goals, so to speak. But yeah. one thing um, in, in the book I read and something, some other notes that I've taken from elsewhere is goals must be long range. Uh, when I say that, it's without long range goals, you're likely to become, you're likely to be overcome by short range found, um, short range frustrations. I'll say that again because I messed that up. Without long range goals, you are likely to be overcome by short range frustrations. So that's like overcoming obstacles. So anything that may present itself, you might, you're likely to give up. So sometimes you need to change your direction, but not your decision. So as we set goals and as obstacles do present themselves, remember why you set the goal in the first place, which we've spoken about in a previous episode, but don't be afraid to change the, um, the direction, but not your decision. And we, when I, when I mentioned earlier, when Pete was talking, I said, more well, most people do set goals, but they might say it or set them subconsciously. Goals must be daily, and they must be specific, as we all know, because if it's not specific, like Pete said, you can't really tick it off. Or if it's just qualitative, qualitative fluff, there isn't a way to say I, um, I met that goal or I didn't meet that goal. And one thing is, if you didn't meet that goal, why? And it's only you. It's not you're not you're not being judged by it. You shouldn't be so hard done to think that you have to take everything off. Um, and the thing with goals, they can be negative. But that's only if you don't accept that you must first be the architect and luck isn't involved. You have to be the one who drives it. You can't rely on luck or anything like that. You have to be the architect and the driver at the same time. Um, if it's unrealistically big, which we've spoken about in a previous episode, and if it's outside your area of interest or was set by someone else, you're really not going to achieve that. Yeah. So, Unless it's set by your wife, then you might not have a choice. You might have mm, to... But no, but the thing is... Way, yeah, it's, like, yeah. But it's not Maybe. something... But you're not going to be passionate about it. Any opportunity that presents itself for you to quit or say, bring up an excuse, you will, you will say it. You'll try it, but sometimes, you know... Yeah, that kick. Oli, Oli, you're standing like a man that's got a wife. Speaking of, yeah, speaking of that, you're speaking from experience. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, Daniel, Daniel, as you... I, mean, I, I keep my mouth quiet on these topics, Oli, but you seem to have a lot to say. <laughs> Daniel's taking shots still. Um, <laughs> no, me, I'm not taking shots, I didn't say anything. But yeah, a goal casually set and lightly taken <laughs> is freely abandoned at the first obstacle. So that's one thing to consider. But in life... In life, in life, with anything, mm -hmm. you'll never make it as a wandering generality. You must be a meaningful, specific, mm. and that's by Zig Ziglar. Mm. And I think man like Ziggy, man yeah. like Ziggy. Uh, you should definitely, Daniel. I was just, um, I was looking at what you uh, forwarded that booklet. It is a very, 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 very good, simple tool for people to use just to think about how 2019 has gone and how to think forward as well. So we should definitely think of a way of sharing that when we release this episode either maybe with the link in our instagram bio or something because it's a great it's a great booklet which covers everything really <clears throat> and i like the fact that you have to sign it as well at the end oh so i'm, I'm happy that you actually have opened it and read it Come on, bro. I'm not <laughs> Cause really no because no, no, it's quite a few it's quite a number of pages so i'm you know not everyone it's 20 pages then after what you said anything, anything you send me daniel i'm there bro you got i've got you <laughs> <laughs> then after what you said, it made me it made me uh, think back to I think uh, a couple ideas in in the book Atomic Habits, which was the other the other way to strengthen and to you can kind of say guarantee success for 2020 is not only to uh, spend 
time focusing on the goal, but spend even more time focusing on the system that goes into achieving that goal. Mm. So one could say action items, but um, they even go as far as saying, forget goals, just focus on systems. So I think I think one should spend more time thinking about, okay, how do I go about, what does it look like? I think Olu mentioned it on a daily, quarterly, mid-year uh, basis. What am I supposed to be doing in order to get to that particular mm. goal? And P, I said, you remember that video I sent you on Instagram? Um, Andy, Andy's video. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. And it's, he was mentioning something on Instagram, which was so, like, it's so true. Like, you can't expect to reach a goal unless you do something extraordinary. Like, you need to carve out time. So I think he's doing something where he's doing, like, a sprint right now. Sprint, yeah, 4 a.m. Waking up at 4 a.m. Yeah. To carve out time from 4 a.m. to, like, whatever, 6, 7, whatever time it is, yeah? Mm -hmm. To where he's just going to focus on a goal or something that he's trying to achieve. And it's like... You're never going to be, let's say, for example, you might have a goal to release a book or to start a new course or get some new qualification. You can't do that unless you truly carve out some specific time. And that's the mm -hmm. system part that you're talking about, P, where is I like create a system which allows you to succeed and reach that goal. Yeah. So if it's, oh, I want to go to the gym or whatever. OK, I'm going to wake up at 6 a.m. so I can work out from 6 to 7 that's something extraordinary. That's something different outside of your normal schedule so that you can meet that goal. So it's, how do you think about that system? So, and and it, also, it also helps. My God. It also helps. I think there's a statistic, there's an, there's an alarming statistic that says a lot of people's New Year's resolutions uh, fades by like the 12th day, January. January. Something like along those like lines. Gym, gyms are for like the first two weeks. With gym and membership. So, and so, but then you could probably ask the question. And then stop. <laughs> you ask the question as to why, and I think it speaks to Daniel's point, which is not developing a, a strong enough why as to when it does, when a tough does get going, reminding yourself why you started in the first place. But then I think the second thing is the system. The, I don't think that's the same. No, but I think the two. Oh, what, when what the tough they? get going. The no, but I just I wasn't saying I, I wasn't saying okay. the saying. I was just saying <laughs> when it gets tough, okay. people should think about the why. Okay. And then the second thing is is the system. So I think the two combined together. Yeah, yeah. No, no, good. I was I was going to give an analogy of the whole goal setting. So imagine, oh, we all know football. Football is the most probably common sport. So imagine it's like um, Champions League final. Mm -hmm. So everyone's warmed up. They all do their you know their drills and everything. They all see the goal. You know. Say it's not Man United because they ain't Man United. Uh, say it's Barcelona. Messi's taking his practice free kicks. Everything's on target. Yeah. So they go into the they go into the changing room, and like the manager psychs them up, says, "You know, this is it. The whole season comes down to this one game. No one remembers who came second best. No one remembers the best man at a wedding. No one remembers um, who came second. It's all about tonight. So after that, everyone's charged up. So they go out onto the pitch, but then." They, you know, they're all pumped, ready, ready to give it their best. But when they get out there, the goals have been removed. So they know that without a goal, they can't score. Yeah. Meaning in life, if you go out and pump for something, but is there's no goal, you don't know what you um you don't know whether you've missed or hit it. And when it comes up against the competition in terms of football, mm. they wouldn't know if they won, if they lost. So the, the whole point is, are you tempting to play the game of life without goals? If you are, what is the score? Jeez. I think that last one, I, that think last that's, one I think that's too deep for the, the three of us on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the, way, the, way, the way he's squinting, he's like, mm. <laughs> no, 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 no. 
No, I tell you, I tell you what, no, I tell you, I tell you what I'm squinting, yeah, because I'm saving Daniel. There was at one stage you guys were thinking this guy's gonna, he's gonna, it's not gonna drop off well. That's what I look for. <laughs> <laughs> He saved that end. He saved that end. Yeah. <laughs> he saved that end. Yeah. <laughs> you like, for a second, I was like, man, you, yo, listen, 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 you're listen. Mocking. You're before, mocking. He, before he started, yeah, I was thinking, bro, this better be cold, <laughs> and, then, and then, yeah, it was good. It was good. It was good. And he got shaky, and then I saw all his face. I said, nah, it's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> you know when it got shaky? When you like, ah. Oh, if they come out and there's no goals, no goals. <laughs> like, you, the thing is, you have to you have to think about that you're coming out, but then there's no goal, so how you can't but, but keep the a score. Is, you know, you know what saved you that last line said that last line, the last line, the last line, line was like, okay, I can't even say. Go right, right that last, right that last line. I sweat. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, you see Olu. This close, yeah. This close. Olu's bad. He's bad because Olu, yeah, he's ready to take the piss. Like he's ready to laugh. You can see he's like this, like this, like this. He's like this, like this. The last the last line, the last line was dope, and I no. It was just too deep for the the other three of us. This, this the means too deep for you. Um, cool. No, so how do we want to wrap up? Um, because I guess it's coming up to four. Actually, I, I, I don't mind sharing one analogy that someone gave to me once about the importance. <laughs> okay, of we got another analogy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But this one is kind of, this one is like this is for like the three year olds for us to understand, right? So, saying goals is like when you prepare to go food shopping. Right. So how many times have you gone into a supermarket? Yeah. You go into a supermarket and you're walking down every single aisle and you mm. waste time looking at products that you don't need. Nah. You waste time buying stuff that you don't even want. Nah. And then at the end of it, by the time you get to the till, you don't even have the most important item that you actually set out to get when you entered the store. Setting goals, setting goals is the equivalent of, okay, before I go into the store, before I enter the year, I know that I need to buy some liquid, I need to buy some toilet roll, I need to buy some uh, videos or DVDs, whatever. Imagine you have four or five key items. Now, when you go into the store, you know exactly what you're looking for. You know where to go in the store. You know when to pick it up. You can do everything the quickest and the most efficient way. Mm. And by the time you get to the till... You've got all the key items and the ingredients that you have to achieve what you need to achieve in the year. You've got all the main stuff. Then you've got all the extra time to do whatever you want, but you've got all the important things done first. Now, are you living your life where you're just wandering from one aisle to another, just picking random stuff up, following the direction of whichever way you're walking? Or are you really making that list of your goals, making those list of things you need to buy in the supermarket and doing things in the most efficient way for the best way for you to achieve what you want to achieve? But if you forget it, yeah, I got, I got, I got analogy. I got analogy. I got analogy. So imagine, yeah, setting off on a journey, setting off on a journey, right? Last and only for you to get to your journey. Go on. That's it. You get lost. You forget what you're doing. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. Go on. Go on. <laughs> no, but I've actually got one. I've got one as well. I've got one. Let's finish it. Let's finish it. No, 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 wait. No, you know what? You know what? You know what? Daniel, you say one again. Why? You see all his face, I'm telling you. All his bad mind, all his bad mind, all his bad mind. So why don't we just go around and um, share one last tip in regards sure. to 2020 saying goals. <laughs> no analogies, just tips. <laughs> one last tip, all right, go Pete, yeah. go first. No, no, go ahead. 
Most my tip, tip, I can go first. Oh, now everyone wants to go first. No, no okay. okay. My tip before someone takes it <laughs> is to be laser focused. Yeah, laser focus. Bro, that's what I'm going to say that to you. Yeah? That's not yeah. a goal, bro. That's like, what is that? My that's, tip. That's my tip. tip. Not my yeah. goal. What? Not my goal. My tip. No, oh, that's twenty twenty. Yeah, that doesn't work. Yeah, cool. Man. Just yeah, whatever. It's to be laser focused. So when you go into twenty twenty, think about one to three goals in which you want to set and you want to elevate your life. So don't waste time writing down mediocre mm. goals like going to the gym <laughs> when you're already somebody that goes to the gym and stays fit. Set three goals, two, one to three goals, which are going to elevate and change your life, and just focus on that. Laser focus, twenty twenty. Go out and achieve. <laughs> <laughs> so two tips. So so the first no, one. One tip. Whoa. One tip. One tip. One tip. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tip. Go ahead. No, P's got one. So we'll have one tip. I'll go last. It's cool. P, go. Oh, you're going to finish last, yeah? Ah, yeah, cool. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no one will remember who's, who went first. Who was the last? The last. It's the last mention. That's kind of sad. Okay. I think they will remember the first and the last. Wait, wait, what was the last one? What's Oli's one? Laser focus. Oh, see, I forgot. <laughs> Carry on, T. <laughs> no, sure, you go, because I might have I might say one that you're going to be thinking of. So for me, number one is share your goals with yeah, peers for accountability. Get accountability partners, whether it's one person, two people, three people, four people, however many people share them. Maybe it's publicly on Instagram. Maybe it's in a small mastermind. I for sure will do both this year. I'll share it with a group of individuals that I know will push each other, and I'll share it publicly as well. Yeah, I've, I've, I realize you're going to say that one. So my number one tip is this. No more hiding, no more qualitative goals, no more fluff. We all know what that looks like when you're writing it down. I would strongly recommend to attach a number to each and every goal that you put because then it's black and white whether you've achieved it or not. Mm. Mm -mm. Mm. Um, Mr. Daniel Johnson. DJ. Put the, put, the, put the goals back, put the goals back with the net. I haven't got a tip. Put, put the goals back. Bees, make sure you have, <laughs> I don't have a tip. What I say is make sure you have that 2020 vision. Daniel, how long have you been waiting? He's been waiting. He's been waiting for the whole podcast. 2020 vision. And not because it's the year 2020. You know what I'm saying? All right, guys. Laser focus, accountability, quantitative, and have that vision for 2020. Oh, quantitative, yeah, quantitative. Yep, yep. All right, cool. So, Boom. book review. Book review. We're doing book review, yeah? <laughs> Come on, man. I knew that was good. Real quick, real quick. Real quick. No, no. So, so, real quick. The book. Have you guys? Have you guys uh, read this one? No, so, the, no. so, so, the real quick. So, I just wanted to speak on this. It's property related, and it's called multiple streams of property. Sorry, Your multiple streams. Yeah, yeah. So, hot topic. I think, you need, I think you need a book on the internet or broadband. What do you say? Nothing. Carry on. <laughs> no, it's it's um so multiple streams of property income. So I would strongly uh, because a lot of people say like a lot of people think what would I where do I start in property what can I do, um and I would strongly recommend uh, beginners and even people that are sort of heavily into investing is to get this book and have a look because a couple of reasons one you've got almost every strategy you can imagine that breaks down as to what it's about and how it works. And you're also, the authors effectively themselves are very highly uh, experienced. But what I, what I love about this book is that actually it has a nice chart with, with sort of over a number of years, which shows you how to sort of build your empire and what not to start too soon. 
So it's almost it's almost getting you to focus on the small bits before you start thinking about perhaps adding books and adding other areas or getting into sort of commercial developments. So it's kind of like a nice roadmap um, that takes you from starting from sort of single lets and then considering HMOs, pros and cons, and then moving up. Um, but also giving you the difficulties, where obviously what works well, and roughly how long it can take to, to build it. So it manages expectations well. The one thing um, that I took from this book was the understanding of how to start thinking about leverage, uh, leveraging other people's time. And so in order, to, in order to be successful in anything that we're trying to do, we need to first sort of sell our vision to other people to attract them to work for us and work with us. Um, but that then is very important in order to free up more of our time to then start thinking more innovative, working on strategy and taking more action. So one of the exercises that the book recommends we do is for two weeks uh, is to is to jot down where you spend your time and how you spend your time. Because what it wants you to do is after those two weeks is then to audit where your time is going. And then it's very black and white to show is your time going towards income generating income generating activities or is it going towards other things? And then start to, start to see what you actually doing for the two weeks that you potentially outsource and then leverage other people. So that was actually quite something like it's a, it's a very simple exercise. But I think the thinking behind it is very powerful um, because then I think it plants a seed as to how you can start to work with different people to start build, in this case, your property portfolio. Um, but every strategy is in there from the basic strategies to sort of investing in single lets, to investing in multi lets to some no money down techniques that, that Daniel was talking about earlier, uh, that some strategies people don't know about. Uh, so rent to own, lease options, rent to rent. Uh, so I think it's in that sense, it's for those two reasons, the number of strategies and understanding the concept of, of leveraging people's time is, 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 is great reasons as to why you should definitely invest. P, in regards to the book, what level of... Um understanding do you need to have prior to picking up that book do you have it's, to it's for beginners invest in beginners no it's for beginners it's really for beginners and it's also for those who like like us who are sort of in the property space but mm. kind of are getting better clarity on certain strategies that we may not be aware of but then thinking about how that could work for our property journey at some point so I, that's what that's why i like it i think it, it's it's someone it could be your first book that you read in property space um and it gets you it gets you thinking differently about property cool and in regards to you mentioned that it's got like a a track or a chart where it shows sort of the yeah, yeah. to build your empire yeah yeah because you hear some people say look don't waste your time with like single lets and stuff like that go go big or go home do you not agree with that strategy or do you feel like okay you, so so or, these so so I can these guys in particular yeah. um so with that strategy, I I can see both sides of the argument is what I would say. Um, me personally, I think I think it makes sense to have a number of single lets in your portfolio because the beauty of single lets is although they may not cash flow as high as say a multi-let or bigger units, hmm. uh, there are tenants that stay in property for 10 to 15 years. So right. one of the things they say about single lets is basically this is called set and forget, right? Yeah. And so uh, the single life since 2015, one tenant in there has been paying and I haven't really had to worry about it. Yeah, so yeah. these guys in particular, Rob and Mark, uh, Mark Holm, they, they have bought and sold over 750 um, single lets in Peterborough. And today they have about 600. Mm. So they've started, they built their base with single lets. Uh, and, and the way they were able to scale was obviously the buy, refurb, refinance model. 
before they started moving into what they're doing now, which is commercial developments and looking at 90 units uh, structures. But mm. I would personally would say, you know, if you're, it makes sense to gradually build. It's like you want to slow cook your portfolio. Uh, some people want to jump straight into commercial. Um, I think you've got to know what you're getting yourself into. But um, it takes time. It's, 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 yeah, go ahead. I think the big thing is either know, know what you're getting yourself into or find a, the right partner, right? I think yeah. that's an area that people don't do a lot of. We automatically feel like we need to start a journey by ourselves. But it's like either you have the knowledge and you need someone with the cash or you have the cash and you need someone with the knowledge. So mm. you need to bring something to the table or you've got the time. So you might have the time. not You might not have the knowledge or the money, but you've got the time. So it's like, how do you bring something to that table? And then how do you find the right person to partner with? Or, you could simply, or, you could, or simply, you could be the person who knows someone who knows the, has the cash and someone who, know, who has the full knowledge. And then bring the two, get finders free, get your cut, get your slice of the pie. And it's not about having always the biggest slice or having the whole pie. It's about having mm-hmm. multiple slices in different pies. Exactly. And I think that's the one thing people don't realize, right? 100% of zero is still zero. Right. Jeez. So, cool. Dope. So, uh, P, do you mind repeating the name of the book and the author? Yeah, yeah. And it's um, Multiple Streams of Property Income uh, by Rob Moore. Cool. Appreciate it. Right. So, hopefully, everyone gets their 2020 goals rolling. Two. 2020 vision, right, Daniel? 2020 That's vision, right. Daniel. So yeah. <laughs> and don't forget, don't play football without any goals. <laughs> well, and you should know that. Isn't that Wednesdays? Isn't that for your? Isn't that for your Wednesdays or Tuesdays? Exactly. The thing is, the thing is, Dan. You know what it was, Dan. You know what it was. It wasn't. It wasn't the fact that what you said wasn't meaningful because it, it certainly makes. Of course, it's sense. always meaningful. So don't try. Wait, wait, no, no, wait. It's oh. the fact that. Wait, 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 it's because as you were saying it towards the middle part here, you like you was not about to finish well or strong. You was looking at your notes or whatever. So Olu was like this. Olu like this. He was like this at first. Yeah, thing like this. Let that be a key in life for everyone and every listener. It's not about how you start, it's about how you finish. Mm. Mm-hmm. Side, it's true, it's true. No, that's it's true. True. And you know what? I'm gonna have to listen to that again. When I'm editing, I'm gonna listen to it again. I'm like, yo, this guy was spitting some gems. And I <laughs> missed it. I missed it because sometimes you gotta listen to it twice, but I'm sure there were some gems in there. Cool. Daniel. So thank you for all for staying tuned to episode number 30. Nine. Of Get Fly Podcast. Um, we hope you've enjoyed it. Get goal setting if you haven't already. Um, 2020 is a matter of weeks away, so please do get started. If you want the PDF, I'll try and make it available for anyone to get access to it because I thought it's a very insightful and useful tool to make a meaningful 2020. But thank you all very much. It's been a great year, but we still have one more episode before the year ends. So we hope to see you on that episode too. If you have any feedback for us, as always, email us at takeflightpodcast at gmail.com or find us on Instagram at takeflightpodcast. And on YouTube as well. YouTube. Check out our YouTube page. YouTube. It's popping. It's popping on YouTube. It's popping. It's popping. But thank you all very much. Take care. God bless. See you next time. Take off.